0: always up in park city, um, skiing or mountain biking. And so we decided we were like, well, our salt Lake city was our first home, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like our forever home and boarding Mm -hmm. horses is different than having them at home. Yes. Yeah. It's hard. I mean, no, no boarding facility is perfect. Mm -hmm. Um, right? but anyways, I grew up with horses in my backyard, so I knew I could care for them. Mm -hmm. Um, so we started looking at property for sale up Mm -hmm. near park city and everything just wasn't our style and it Mm -hmm. would take so much to make it our own Mm -hmm. and so it didn't really make sense to purchase something that wasn't that needed a lot of work and a lot Mm -hmm. of changes Mm -hmm. and so i happened to see the property one day Mm -hmm. on um, i was always looking at like realtor.com or something Mm -hmm. i don't know um And all the pictures were snowy pictures. And I couldn't really tell if it was usable land for horses. Um, I knew it was 10 acres, but I I was like, the view was beautiful, but I was like, I don't know. So I drove up one day on my own and then I called our realtor (laughs) and I was like, you know, I found this property. It's really beautiful, but our budget was this amount. Mm -hmm. And so she said, well, and it was a little over our budget. So she said, well, she goes, let's, um, let's write a letter to the sellers. And so she helped mm-hmm. us write this like amazing letter mm-hmm. that said it all, it had always been our dream, but it was really yeah. my dream, It, wasn't really awesome. my <laughs> yeah, it was really awesome. my but he was like supportive and whatever. Yeah. Um, and he loved the fact that he could mountain bike from this property. So that was like a plus for him. But anyways, so the sellers accepted our offer and, um, before we had even made the offer, I had done so much research as oh. far as how much a house would cost to build, how much a barn would cost to build. I called steel companies. I talked to um well, I talked to the realtor and then I talked to other family members about like how much per square foot for building a home. Right, yeah. right. And mm-hmm. so so we figured out that we could afford it and so we took the plunge, and we bought the lot, and then a year later we broke ground. Oh. Um, as far as the black goes, yeah. my sister, a really good friend, was an architect, a really well-known architect in Santa Barbara. And I remember him saying one time, when you make something black in design, it kind of disappears, mm-hmm. and it kind of complements whatever's around it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you think about it, it kind of does, like if you see a black fence, it kind of doesn't stick out. It just kind of blends Mm -hmm. into the environment and its surroundings. And so the other thing, um, that the other big factor that went into building Mm -hmm. was, um, I grew up in Southern California and my horses that I have now survived one of the biggest wildfires, Mm. um, that they had in San Diego County in 2007. And so one of the big things with building was I wanted something that was not fireproof because nothing is really fireproof, right. but really fire retardant. Sure. And sure. So that's why I went with a metal building. Okay. I personally don't love metal buildings, uh-huh. but by making it black, it kind of made it disappear. It
1: does, <laughs> I mean, doesn't it, though? It's gorgeous. I mean, it's just oh, so you. beautiful. And it just... Mm-hmm. um. I wondered about it, too, because um, being black, you know, I wondered if the weather, like from cold to, you know, the hot weather, does it seem to affect the, the inside of the barn at all? Just, a, you know, I've never so, known anybody with the black colored barn, but it's beautiful. I've been looking yeah. at them. I think they're gorgeous. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I get the question a lot. Is your barn really hot? Right. Like in right. Mm-hmm. Does it? Um, because we live at 7000 feet. I don't know what this barn would be like in Arizona or, you know, yeah. where it's a hundred, mm-hmm. um, our summers, we will have some days at 90, but our barn is insulated. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't affect, the, I mean, it, it's never too hot. Huh. Um, the arena is not insulated, mm-hmm. but I will say in winter, the mm-hmm. arena is probably 10 degrees warmer, uh, inside than it is outside. Mm-hmm. Um, in summer I leave, I have, the arena has four really large roll up sure. doors mm. and I just leave them open until so the airflow through. Yeah. It's never too hot and wow. it's never cold. I mean, yeah. well, it's cold, but it's just cold anyways. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, that's a so good So maybe answer. you can
1: do your black barn. Maybe, maybe that's what we'll do. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, yeah, yeah,
0: that's pretty. In that's fact, cool. I, the inspiration for the arena was I was looking up arena companies when I was doing research And there was a steel company back, I want to say it was Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. and there was a black um, indoor arena, just like mine, and that was my, I just took one screenshot of that picture, and that was my inspiration, Mm -hmm. and I never changed my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's kind of funny, because the guys who built it, they had never built a black building at the steel company, and Mm -hmm. the black was a special order. (laughs) Um, But now it's a standard, now it's a standard color. I well,
2: I will say when you when your pictures in the wintertime, the barn does pop. That I mean, when you've got the snow, oh, no. it is so like just beautiful, a, it's just a beautiful picture. Well, it's your scenery that you mm-hmm. have going on, but even Thanks. in the summertime, it's just incredible. Your the color, you know, where you the say contrast. it, mm-hmm. yeah, it there's just and it's like mm-hmm. sleek, and then mm-hmm. then when you Look at the inside of the barn, and it's all white. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, how how do you do? How do you do white?" That was one thing that my mom was always like, "We're never doing a white barn. You know, it'll be going it, to see it, every <laughs>
1: mark. You're <laughs> going to see everything." Because my mom is you know, much yeah. like you.
2: Everything like when we were younger, and we had to take care of the barn, the aisle way, We didn't have. Um, pavers we didn't have concrete didn't, or anything yeah. I and mean, we did what really? we used what we had and we had to rake it this way rake it this way like diagonally
0: oh, wow. we, yes. raked it we, were, we raked it one way really people,
1: people would walk in and it was really pretty when you walked in you know and do the just,
0: herringbone right? Yes. Yeah.
1: the <laughs> herringbone yeah,
0: yeah i used yeah. to do that and did you i was you? younger oh there yeah. you go the there you go and, oh there you um, go and i well the funny thing was i was in 4-h when i was younger and i raised sheep and so at the fair we had um, barn duty or whatever and different yes. kids had barn duty at different hours and um, my girlfriend and I we we would do plaid like with there plaid you go yeah things. yeah this way yeah there you go isn't that yeah, funny I, we I, did too I, I've been there done that I yeah. didn't know
1: anybody did that but you are so creative too you're you're you have just oh, a beautiful you. artist absolutely so your creativity shows in everything you do so um, and the inside of the barn is just as beautiful as the outside. How do you so, keep it yeah. so
0: clean? <laughs> like I clean it every day. <laughs> <laughs> Was there Aww. anything? So every morning I, I wake up and let the horses out, feed them, and I clean the barn. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I like to get it over with because I don't want to have to how do that. How long does it like.
3: take you? Mm-hmm. Like, what does oh, your routine it, look like?
0: I mean, I, I get up at 7, um, and I come back in at, like, 9-ish. To okay. eat breakfast and have my coffee yeah. yeah so a couple hours and then every like I don't know maybe three times a year I do a deep clean yeah, okay where That's I'll clean we'll do the grill. yeah, of yeah. The yeah we and then too. I power wash in summer mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. when it'll dry out really yeah. well mm-hmm.
3: um, was there anything when you were building your barn that you wish you would have done or you're glad that you did yeah
0: mm-hmm. um well, I'm, I'm, gosh, I don't know if I would change anything. I mean, I guess if I had unlimited funds, yeah. <laughs> it would have been like sure. a bigger, I don't know, um, wood-clad ceilings and, you know. Yeah. Um, but as far as things that I love about it, I really love the, the rubber pavers in the aisle. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the wash stall would have been different. The wash stall was originally a brushed concrete, um but where the horses stand all the time it wore off Mm
3: -hmm. and it
0: was getting a little slippery Mm -hmm. and so I put mats in there Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. um but I I like the mats with texture for in Mm -hmm. there it's just it's harder to clean but it's still safer Mm -hmm. so uh as far as I don't know I love the heater in the barn Mm that's nice yeah I mean it's only heated to 45 and it's Mainly to keep the um pipes from freezing mm-hmm. right. it's not really it's not for the horses, but it's nice for the people mm-hmm. so wow, so the the whole barn has that-, mm-hmm. yeah, it has a, one of those tube heaters. they're super yes, efficient like they actually the
2: yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, they actually heat objects, they don't heat the air, mm-hmm. so everything you touch is kind of warm, mm-hmm. like the cats are really warm, and the, oh. the floor is warm and the oh. horse well the horses are kind of warm anyways, Wow. But they're pretty efficient um, that's heaters. That's very
1: really nice. Wow, well. that's good to know. Very good information mm-hmm. to know. So, yeah, I like that a lot. And so. your
2: routine is not, like, I remember um, in your stories and things like that, You, if I remember correctly, do you feed three times a day or are you, you – Oh, are, yeah. You're out there all the time. Do you bring the horses? Yeah. – two questions. Do you feed three times a day, and do you bring the horses in every single night or is there ever a time when you lay them out?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so in winter – Um, they come in every night and that's roughly from like mid to end of November. And then they start, um, so they come in every night to the stalls and they generally go out every day in winter. I want, I like my horses outside Mm -hmm. and, um, every once in a while though, they might get snowed in. Mm -hmm. And in that case, I have to do snow removal to open the doors to get them out. Mm -hmm.
3: Um, so I'll
0: just feed them in and then I'll do the snow removal and then I might get them out later that day. Um, Mm -hmm but generally they're out every day in winter and then they're in every night. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just nice to give them a break from trying to stay warm all the time. Mm-hmm. They're kind of spoiled. I mean, <laughs> that's nice though. But, um, and then in, in, so in winter I feed them four times a day. I feed them at like seven, I feed them lunch. I feed them at, Whenever it gets dark, I bring them in and then I feed them dinner really late. I feed them dinner at like nine 30 wow. at night. Um, and then in summer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lucky, lucky horses. They are lucky yeah. horses. Well, That's you so know, nice. it's really, it's, it's healthy for them to eat multiple times. It next. is yeah.
1: because they're grazing
0: animals. Absolutely. Exactly. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't have pasture and I'll never have pasture just because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we have super rocky natural soil. Um, okay and I won't be able to grow grass ever. So they get hay and so I just have to feed mm-hmm. them that often. And mm-hmm. then in summer they will they live out 24/7 oh, and they, they get too. fed three uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They get fed three times a day in summer. So that's mm-hmm. like roughly from like May through November. Mm-hmm. How many
1: horses out. do you have actually?
0: I own two and then I board two. Okay. So I have like a small boarding business. Okay along with my own because I figured I'm doing this for two horses why not do it for two more and then that pays for my horses and I
1: have to say in your stories and things that I've seen though you have like this gorgeous I'm not sure exactly what color it is but beautiful like you know gray and like flea bitten I don't know what you call it but just beautiful horse that matches the black and the white there you go Color scheme, yeah. and I'm like everything matches. Even horses, it's like so beautiful. And that's not that wasn't my horse. Yeah.
0: That was a bordering. Was it?
1: I didn't know because I saw it yeah, like when requirements some of the hunting. <laughs>
0: must match. The, the, yeah, right. some of the
1: hunting. That was Jack. Okay, he, he okay.
0: lived here for a couple years. Okay,
1: okay. Yeah. All right. It just. Yeah, he was
0: beautiful. Yeah. He was fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's. He did match everything. <laughs> did,
1: everything everything He was
0: in my color palette. <laughs> there you go. Right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. oh Well, that's really wonderful. So you do now, you're writing. Um, Do you like what, how do you, your discipline? Is it, is it always English? Or do you ever ride Western? Or do you?
0: So I grew up, um, I grew up riding horses ever since, I don't know, I was like a year old or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I was younger, I rode English and Western. Mm -hmm. And I would show like, equitation and pleasure. And, but all I wanted to do was jump as a kid. I like, okay. I just wanted to jump. And mm-hmm. so, um, when I was about nine, I started English only jumping. I vented a lot when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but the focus is dressage because my trainer is a dressage trainer. So, mm-hmm. so that's my focus. Okay. It's a technical, yeah. um, I think, I think I like dressage so much because it is so technical. It is, and very much so. Mm-hmm. And it's a challenge. So Definitely it's a challenge is. for the horse and for the rider. Do you still jump? Oh, the last time I jumped was when I did the fox hunting trip back in Virginia. And it, I love jumping. It's so fun. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, so that was the last time I jumped. And hopefully I'll do that again, maybe in fall, and I'll be jumping again.
3: Your photos of that trip were I, beautiful. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to ask you, was that – Oh, uh, my
0: gosh. I can't believe I didn't drop my phone. That was all my phone. And I'm like, how did wow. I not drop my
3: phone?
1: I mean, while you're riding, you you know, I was like, oh, my goodness, it was just beautiful. Yeah. Some of the yeah. things you did were beautiful. Just, I
0: mean, all oh, of it, it was, was – yeah. It was so beautiful there. It was, it was like you were in, um, like – England. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, yeah, it was amazing. Had you
2: fox hunted before? Or was that your first yeah, time? I, wondered that.
0: Wow. I hadn't fox hunted before, but so my trainer lives in Virginia and my trainer has been my trainer since I was nine. Oh, wow. um, and so I have, uh, gone back. So, I think she's lived there for about 12 years, 11, 12 years. And so I've gone back a couple times a year and I go ride and I train with her. Um, mm-hmm. And fox hunting is really big back there. And so
1: um,
0: it was through a friend of a friend that I was able to do it. So that's how I, so hopefully I can do it again. Yeah, Yeah. It was was like a
1: treat. It was so fun. Fox hunting is a really good experience, I think, if you've never done it before. But it's just wonderful. It's just beautiful. I mean, not only is it... exciting because you do jump things you know and you're on kind of the the scent of fox or whatever and you don't know where you're going exactly but it is just i don't know what there is well about yeah it. and
0: I, and i had never done it so i didn't really i mean there's like etiquette and rules yeah. and so my friend who went with me who is huntsman and hounds i know she's on instagram too uh-huh. but um we had both never done it and and the whole time it was so funny because if she was riding in front of me she would turn around and she'd be like and then and like i'd look at her we're like oh my gosh this is so great that's Um, so cute but yeah it was yeah it was it was really it was amazing that's so cute
1: um i had a friend that when i first started box hunting a neighbor and she was so sweet and i could see her drive down her driveway like every wednesday i'm like where's she going with her horse? And then I found out that she was a fox hunter. Mm -hmm. So we got involved with it too then. So I had not ridden English even, but I wanted to so bad and I wanted to jump. So we just rode like really wild when we were kids. Right. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, jumping was no big deal, but anyway, you know, um, got into the English and then she said, you know, you can, you can come with me, you know, for one of the, um, guest hunts. And so When we went, she was just so cute, though, because she would ride ahead of me, and she did the same thing. She'd turn around, she'd say, jump, (laughs) like that, you know, so I'd be, like, ready, because you can't see anything in front of you, and all of a sudden, you're coming up to a jump. After a while, you get used to it, and you just, at every curve or corner or turn, you just don't know where it's going to be. You're just ready to go. But that was really sweet of her. She was very kind, and it always was such a big help to get started that way, so that was good that you had somebody tell you what to do.
0: Mm -hmm. Because it's a fast pace sometimes. Yeah. And we rented horses and mm-hmm. the cool thing was they totally knew their job. They just yeah. did it. So you <laughs> could enjoy it. Like yeah. you could yes. really enjoy mm-hmm. the terrain and just mm-hmm. the whole experience. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's so, where yeah. when,
2: my, when we went, we, we had just, like my mom said, we grew up riding Western and then, you know, our, our neighbor is a, you know, English rider, fell in love with it immediately, like mm-hmm. never wanted to go back. Mm-hmm. And, um, but when we, and we started doing shows and things like that, you know, and you your you're, you're um, you know, just English shows. Trials. Well, once we mm-hmm. went to uh, the fox hunting and fox hunting shows, I had no desire to do any of the English shows <laughs> anymore. Not that it wasn't, it's just there's something about being able to just be it's out. Trappier. You're just riding, and you're, you're, just just and you're, and you're,
1: you're, you're out and you have
2: no idea the what's coming riding, and yeah. in the scenery and how beautiful it yeah. is. Yeah. You're just, and you're, you're in a group of all these people who have the same, you know, likes that you do. And you're just. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was really and, neat.
0: Yeah yeah and just like the tradition of it like yes. the tradition and the tweed and the yes <laughs> I mean, I right, really like
1: right. That, the colors I like
0: loved seeing what everyone was right was wearing yeah yeah <laughs> like, oh I love that mm-hmm. like oh.
1: there is something about the color of the horses you know yes. the color of the jackets depending if it's like mm-hmm. rat catcher formal day you know or whatever that is yeah. just like a painting like you see the actual paintings and yeah. it really yeah. is it's pretty it's really neat well, that yeah. was beautiful. Your pictures were gorgeous. So, oh, thank you. So, Thanks. you're so talented. Tell us about you. your background with your your p- photo photography. Your photos, your paintings and things that you do are just absolutely beautiful.
0: Yeah, so I I mean, I went to college. So, when I was 5, I wanted to be a veterinarian, like a horse Aww. vet. <laughs> um, and so that was the only thing like my focus forever Mm -hmm. and then I went to I went to Colorado State University and I got a bachelor's in microbiology and zoology Mm -hmm. um and then uh I was still thinking vet school but biochemistry and calculus for biological sciences Mm kind of killed my GPA (laughs) (laughs) I'll be honest (laughs) but I but there was a reason for it because I don't I wasn't meant to go to vet school so anyways so when I, I came back home to San Diego, and I worked in um, I worked in medical research um, for a while. So, and that's how I met my husband. Uh, we worked for the same biopharmaceutical company. And um, but I, growing up, I was always taking pictures, um, mm-hmm. but it was never like a, a career, like yeah. a th- that's something I thought could be a career. Um, so. So anyways, so when we moved to Salt Lake City, I I wanted to try photography. And um, at the time, I had just gotten married. And so weddings were like really big. And um, mm-hmm. I ended up taking photography classes at the art center. Um, and my instructor was really amazing. He used to work with Ansel Adams yeah. oh my yeah wow. yeah he he taught me so much uh, just technically right. like how to use the camera and um Goodness.
3: so anyway so
0: I took classes for four years at the art center and during that time I was working in research still at the university the local university labs and um so I um ended up interning with a local wedding photographer and then I started my business like a year Mm. later. (laughs) Mm. And so, and, and I've actually kind of cut back on weddings, but I still shoot,
1: Mm.
0: um, everything else like families and mm-hmm. portraits yeah. and architecture and mm-hmm. and then I just shoot for myself like poor stuff <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: so were your paintings and things that you do your designs that you do that way was that kind of like a spinoff after the photography or were you were doing that right along though too you're saying yeah you were I in,
0: just kind of I kinda just kind of I mean I don't know I just kind of yeah I don't know like the sewing thing came mm-hmm. from yeah. when I was a kid my mom had a sewing room and so she used to make a lot of our clothes and she would let me use her sewing machine which is like kind of a big deal (laughs) Um, and her scraps and stuff so i've always Mm -hmm. just enjoyed making things i guess Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. all (laughs) Uh, well
1: You're very humble. You say (laughs) that's all, but there's a lot there. So thank you.
0: I've just always done it. I've always like made stuff. And the whole embroidery thing came from um, in high school. I was an exchange student to Germany and my host sister at the time had um, vintage Levi's because those were all the rage, like all the kids were wearing vintage Levi's and hers were embroidered. And so when I came home, I embroidered like all my denim, (laughs) every (laughs) denim Every jeans, every cutoff
1: shorts. hand embroidery or sewing embroidery. Hand embroidery. Hand embroidery. Hand embroidery. embroidery. Oh, Mm -hmm. that's really that's that's. Yeah,
0: I mean, I'm no, I'm self taught, and I just kind of I enjoy it, but. Mm but mm-hmm. I kind of like the handmade look of it, yep. so it kind of adds character, and mm-hmm. everything is one of a kind. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Not many people know how to embroider anymore. In fact, these girls yeah, over right. here—they should embroider. <laughs> look at their laughing, but but I mean, we you know we either, did those though. things right. Yeah, well, you should I need too. To learn how but to do. <laughs> those are things that I learned from my mother. You know, and yeah. so thankful that I've done those things, and and it really is enjoyable. But it's something that a lot of people don't do. So. Yeah, yeah that's pretty unique a lost part maybe. it is I, <laughs> I think so
0: too I really do now we yeah.
2: like knit and spin and th- those things did you ever oh, when see, you were doing do that and so some with the sheet, no. you never mm-hmm. did that mm-hmm.
0: no I never did that in fact I what I did do was um I used to make quilts when I was a kid oh, yeah. Okay. my mom's friend was a quilter and so she taught me how to hand mm-hmm. quilt and I was gonna I had bags of sheep wool that okay. I was going to send off and make the batting oh, for this. Right. And I never, I never did. that. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I meant to, but yeah. it never happened. Then I got out of quilt. I wasn't mm-hmm. really into quilting yeah. anymore. Yeah. Um, we love but quilting no, I've too. never crocheted or knitted. I did recently, I would say two years ago, there's a really cool alpaca farm that's local. Mm. And so I went to her open house and I I took a class and I could not get it. I just, I I couldn't get it. Well, don't feel bad. My, our other
1: daughter, um, she, when she first started knitting, she was knitting and just going to town and we were trying to help her along and she knit so tight, she broke her needle. (laughs) So, I mean, that was really, that was major. Yeah, that was major knitting, you know, so really, she's like, this isn't for me, but she's. She has um, a a very creative side to her, too. You know, very, very good artist. And but she just the nitty. Well, she did.
2: She has since then. I mean, yeah, she does know how to. She gave you dishcloth maybe you forgot like for christmas oh she <laughs> did
1: well my memory is not yeah. what it used to be so <laughs> remind me my sister you know, will like if, she, if she's gonna yeah.
2: figure something out she's
1: gonna
0: figure oh, it she out does. she really does yeah, yeah. so
1: yeah. it's just that creative yeah that's mind. one thing i just
0: couldn't yeah. stick to, stick yeah. with i'm like uh, uh, <laughs> i don't have time <laughs> i don't
3: know so, so you sell a something. lot of different things on your shop yeah. you do um your uh t-shirts you sell mm-hmm. prints you mm-hmm. sell um Thank the little cute little horse heads. Hands, um, the kitchen, yeah. yeah. so many different cool. things. Um, do you plan on keeping it um, that small or are you planning on expanding? Are you happy with where you're at? <laughs> Probably because um, they're so busy,
1: I'm
0: busy. yeah, I, that's what I would think. Yeah, um, I, I like where it's at for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have some boutiques that carry some of my items. Um, I don't really do a wholesale, um, but they like the item so much that they just mm-hmm. I give them like a quantity discount mm-hmm. um but but yeah no I I I kind of want I'm the hardest part I think about it is to come up with new products yeah right Yeah. So I'm always, so I'm working, I have a lot of ideas. I, I have ideas for Christmas, 2021. Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I just need to get making because mm-hmm. it, it takes time. Like everything mm-hmm. is handmade. Well, not everything, but a lot of things are handmade. And yeah. so, um, and I'm trying to get uh, to where the handmade stuff is uh, more upcycled. So it's mm-hmm. like vintage fabrics and, mm. um, and the like the helmet lavender pillows. Those are usually with fabric scraps. That I have so much of left. And then and then I'll make new ones that are totally different print. Um when yeah. I have more fabric scraps. And mm-hmm. um, so just kind of like new, I don't yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's like sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't think of anything, and then I'll think of all these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, time to do this, but mm-hmm. um, so I mean that's the fun part of it, and I just have to like realize that I'm not always gonna be. Right. Coming up with
1: things but you're very specialized and when you're making it all handmade like that you know you're putting yourself into it that's what makes it i think special it doesn't have to be a lot to be that handmade item means more than you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know on an yeah, on but, I, fashion, I mean, but, fast fashion I think
0: so
3: mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: so how long does it take you you have like a denim shirt that
3: you have embroidered on the back how long does that take you to make
0: um, if I sit and do the whole thing, uh, like an hour, hour and a half, That's it amazing. depends what it says and how many, Yeah. Mm-hmm. but do, do you ever make something,
1: do you ever make something and you look at it and you think, I don't want to part with it. <laughs> 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 I, would be that way. I don't want to part with this one. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> there's been a couple of the, um, the mixed media art pieces. Mm-hmm. So I found this old Book at a consignment store in Salt Lake, and it was a horse book, and like it was falling apart, but it had really great illustrations, mm-hmm. and it was missing the back cover. And I'm like, I can make something with this. And um, something that I love personally is like I love textures, mm-hmm. and I love like I love linen. Yeah. Um, I think linen is really timeless, and I just mm-hmm. I love like the feel of it, and I love the rawness of it, and I love mm-hmm. like frayed edges and. Mm-hmm. And so then I was finding old frames. So those are like, mm-hmm. those are practically all upcycled. Well, I would say like 90, mm-hmm. 80 to 90% upcycled. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so yeah, there was one that I, I love and I'm so happy that, uh, <laughs> for the woman who bought it, <laughs> yeah, um, but so no, like yeah. I make it to sell to, and for yeah. other people to enjoy. So
1: yeah. that's really wonderful. I would just, love to be able to sit and embroider doing that It would be so nice. <laughs> One of these days.
3: <laughs> Let me so. just say, I think your t-shirts are so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's all of the um, horse prints, there's the California prints that you have, um, and then there's the Team Pony, Team <laughs> Thoroughbred, um, all of those. They're so, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm.
0: thank you (laughs) those are just like a fun well I actually wanted to print my photos on t-shirts for the longest time and I for some reason, I couldn't find like a way to do it I couldn't find an affordable printer Mm -hmm. and then I discovered a local printer who could do it and so then I was like oh this is really fun it's cool and then I yeah and then the other idea came when I put sayings on but um but, yeah, I, I'd love to do more photo tees, but I need to get out and take more yeah. pictures. Yeah. Uh, kind of like, yeah, I mean, with COVID, I'm just kind of yeah. in winter. Yeah. Right, winter, right. Winter, right, right. winter, anyways, I'm stuck at home just because of the horses mm. a lot it, of times because the snow oh, removal right. and all that, but. With T-shirts, too,
1: it would seem to me you'd have to have quite a bit of inventory, though. I mean, for the sizes, I would think, you know, of, yeah, you know, and that's a lot, too, because you've got an investment in that, then, you know, while you're, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I like, I actually like to do the minimum, minimum, because I like... To move on mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's really like, good yeah.
2: and you create an urgency because when they're on there and you're like i only have the and i'm like that's she only has that. get them oh, <laughs> Get em. they're
1: gone yeah. Yeah. they're
0: gone they're gone i yeah. rarely bring something back that's yeah. so unique
1: yeah. yeah that's very very unique i
0: think it's it's too because i get i get sick of things really easily like really mm-hmm. <laughs> like i need to like that's why there's no More art in our
2: home no <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> yeah. well you have everything you do is, is really
3: clean lines oh, it is mm-hmm. It's very
2: just, like you said your mm-hmm. color palette is just it, timeless it is timeless mm-hmm. and um you know minimalist and mm-hmm. it's it's just so clean to but look it's at so
1: sophisticated and beautiful and it, you know mm-hmm. that just makes it so i don't know really and then now hot. that you're like you. we're talking yeah, about really this so i'm not
2: i do not have an art in me at all to do like i can spin and knit but that's just like math to me like you, if you just follow the pattern it's not like something that's creative oh, well i so to me you, you know, say math you, <laughs> you know like you can just you can i just, don't i don't understand math two, plus 2 equals 4 you know you just knit this way and that's how and it's it is done so oh. to me that's not like really creative but now that we're kind of like talking about this i'm like thinking when i see your your pictures of even like if you're doing a story and you're looking out the window like all of that scenery comes through because you mm-hmm. don't have a lot of the, mm-hmm. you know, like busyness going on mm-hmm. of everything, mm-hmm. and that's a really, um, it's important for I think for even for us to mm-hmm.
1: see. We we have we'll we a lot to keep be everything. said for minimal. Minimal. <laughs> we are not minimalists. I <laughs> I'm am looking not around this minimal. room no, and I'm, I'm like, like, oh my goodness, no, oh my no, goodness.
0: I'm <laughs> not. Yeah. You no. don't have to be minimal. Like Gretchen, Gretchen her- can have like the aesthetic and everything fits and flows. And I'm, I'm uh-uh. not that way I'm whatsoever. It like, uh, <laughs> just doesn't
1: come together that way. Yeah. No. There's a talent. There, I,
0: think I think I find like a calmness because I, yeah. I would say mm-hmm. our previous home wasn't, it was a craftsman bungalow from 1920s mm-hmm. and I loved it. I really loved it, but it was a lot different than our home now. Mm-hmm. Um, We didn't have one white wall in that house, really? but it was, a, mm-hmm. it was. I mean, but it was it wasn't like cluttered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just was mm-hmm. different.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's what I actually loved that part that part of the move and getting rid like I love to get rid of stuff I'm a, I do I'm too. a big like Mm-mm. yeah Purger. it like mm-hmm. it, it, it like feels good I love it mm-hmm. can you come
1: here and help us for
2: <laughs> I need me first You it's like
0: therapeutic okay. to, oh, wow. to purge
1: stuff. that's a good way to look at I'll have to remember that Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: okay. yeah. I'm, every time we've we're in our eighth house now and every time we've moved I have I've kept so many things but I will inevitably get rid of something and then two weeks later or a month down the road I need it and I'm just that's why I'm so now I've become more of the hoarder because I feel like if I get rid of it I will need it and so I'm getting to be that I've got to let go of stuff but I can't it's very that's hard okay.
3: for me. it's totally
1: fine <laughs> <laughs> well, it I think you to, are what you are All right like, <laughs> matter (laughs) well i have to ask you too your area is so beautiful where do you like to ride i mean it seems like it's kind of wide open spaces to a degree but i mean do is that pretty much i mean it's just so where do you ride where do you like to ride but you do your dressage so i'm sure you do a lot of indoor work too but yeah um do you take your you know go out and take the you know trail ride occasionally or go out and just ride like that too as well
0: yeah so i um I mostly ride in my arena um, and that's my focus just Mm -hmm. because I, every ride is training Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so that's what I like to focus on, but I do Mm -hmm. like, I just take little spins around our property. Mm So every in our neighborhood, everyone has roughly like 10 to 14 acres, I think. So um, you can get to national forest really close, Mm -hmm. but my horses are also barefoot yeah. And we have really rocky ground yeah. and nice I stay personally home. Yeah. don't want no. them to uh-uh. get a stone bruiser or an abscess or something from my right. trail ride. Right. <laughs> right. <I laughs> and agree. that's really not my focus. Like right. I, um, so yeah, so, mm-hmm. so I mean, trail riding is fun. And mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I used to do a ton as a kid, mm-hmm. was, like, mm-hmm. leave and, but yeah, so mostly arena work and, um, some little
3: hacks out
1: mm-hmm. and you have outdoor and outdoor or outdoor sheds I see pictures of mm-hmm. beautiful I tell you they're like immaculate just gorgeous she keeps everything <laughs> I think, Kristen how does she keep everything so perfect she takes care well, of they herself. had to it's like they had to match be- the they board. did yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm like it's just gorgeous right exactly they do they do so is it one or do you have a couple of sheds yeah
0: so what I so my turnouts are all um they share a fence line. So there's four long turnouts all next to each other. Okay. And so what I did was I spanned the shed over two. Okay. So they could just... So I hired a neighbor who does welding, and, and mm-hmm. he welded the frames, and then we did the metal siding to match. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it was my design because I wanted it to span the ram fence mm-hmm. that I have,
1: that I love.
0: There's yeah. also a blog
3: post on how she did that, if you're interested. in How run. to build a, shed, a horse shed or yeah. a run and shed. Whatever. Okay, there yeah. you go. It's wow. on yourhorsefarm.com. Yeah. and and the fence looks so pretty too
1: I (laughs) just have to say it looks gorgeous so yeah really really pretty yeah
0: so they span so they could two horses could be next to each other and be Mm -hmm. buddies and I figured they would use their sheds more if they were next to each other Mm -hmm. Um, and it just so happened that the the way my turnouts were facing Mm -hmm. was the way the weather came so it Mm -hmm. all I totally lucked out though Mm -hmm. because um with that because the sheds were built after the fact they were built like two years after we were here Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I designed them and then I put um the floor of the shed I put uh the like I did um gravel and then I did a layer of sand and then I did the I actually did pavers concrete pavers underneath and then I did the rubber mats over Mm -hmm. the top Mm wow wow Wow, just that's, to that's really... keep them clean and yes. they are dirt, they're beautiful. They're yeah. Dirt and yeah, mm-hmm. to but avoid the investment the mud. that
2: you made to do that probably pays off in the cleaning process and helping to
1: keep that you know even like, not Even It stays nice and keeping it clean. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I, uh, when the horses are out, I clean um, manure every day, so it mm-hmm. gets. So, and I have one horse that's a pig, and he'll just go anywhere he's standing, <laughs> which is sad. Well, you know, the other ones will leave and go their to little their spot. <laughs> so it's so cute. So you talked yeah.
2: about your horses being barefoot, and it just now we now that we're talking, I'm like Erin, you do so much. You do your horses' hooves too.
0: I do. <laughs> How did that come
2: about mm-hmm. that you would do that? <sighs>
0: Um, so it came about because when I moved Austin to Utah, um I tried three different barriers and they they all cut his sole super short. Mm-hmm. They made his feet really small. Mm-hmm. Um for some reason they he has a clubbier foot, and so you need to take off more heel and you need to need to rasp the uh, toe, and so you have a breakover and they just weren't getting it. And mm-hmm. my trainer had trimmed horse's feet. I mean, she has, she has a training business and she had done mm-hmm. some of the younger ones. And so she's like, you know what? I'm just going to teach you how to do it next time I come out. So she wow. taught me how to do it. And I've trimmed them for over 10 years wow. myself. That's really and horses so are. It's kind of funny because they are self trimming. I mean, they will shed their soul on their own like what do wild horses do out in the wild Yeah. i mean obviously if they're not if they're not moving and they're not wearing down their feet on the mm-hmm. natural ground mm-hmm. um, you know you'll get horses those feet need to be trimmed and my horses need to be trimmed too but they do self i mean i had a frog shed on one of my horses and mm-hmm. it was the most perfect shed of a frog <laughs> that Aww. i couldn't even trim a frog that perfectly Aww. i mean so Aww. Not that I let their feet go, but, yeah, right, um, mm-hmm. but it, it's it really cool to sometimes. see and yeah. to learn from yeah. just mm-hmm. watching their hooves grow. Obviously, if they wore shoes, I would not be <laughs> shoeing them. <Right. laughs> I mean, it would not be, you know, uh, but because they're barefoot, I, I mean, I lucked out. My horses have really big feet, which I don't think I'd buy a horse unless it had big feet. I love right. it. Feet. It's so cute. The feet are the... I mean, our feet, if something's right. wrong with our feet, we're kind of like, right. yeah, <laughs> not, I love yeah. it. we can't function. Um, and so they also have really hard feet, which I lucked out. That's and, really you know, some good. horses totally need shoes. Like, mm-hmm. But I'm lucky right now that mine don't currently. This, so. this reminds me
1: of my mother when I was begging for a horse like at five. And um, my father uh, worked next to where a racetrack was. And so he purchased one of the race horses and told my mom he was bringing this horse home. So they brought this thoroughbred. Of course, we didn't know anything about horses at all at the time. They didn't either. And um, my dad had had like a little polo pony that he rode when he was young. So anyway, they brought the thoroughbred home, and the thoroughbred off the track was just, you know, for us, we'd walk in, and it was like rearing up. And my mother said, that's it. Send that horse back. My father was so embarrassed. So (laughs) Return it. (laughs) Return the horse. So my dad did. Bless his heart. He did. My mom (laughs) went to this. Um, park that was, now they don't do it anymore, but it was a park where horses, you could ride horses, and she told them, I want a horse with big feet, you know, and when you (laughs) said they have bigger feet, it's so cute, but she just, you know, thoroughbred, so streamlined and so forth, but she, you know found this horse, and he had nice, nice hard, you know, <laughs> hooves, and big, and he, he was very good, hmm. you know, so I just kind of chuckled when you said that, because it reminded me of my mom, you know, what she said, but, you know, it's very true, I mean, a horse with oh, good the feet the is feet great, great, she I know, know exactly. Yeah.
2: about horses, I no, she just said, I want that... a horse with
1: good feet, you know, but the one thing that did happen was that this horse, They'd go out in the park and then you'd rent the horses at that time and then you go in the park and it went in some sort of a fashion. Well of course as soon as the horse knew it was halfway there. Whoosh, you know, oh. so we, he was a barnstormer. So every barn we went to, and we were just little, you know, we got oh, knocked out, no. legs, knees, had you know, trying to pull the horse back in people's barns and stuff, you know. But we learned. That's what taught us how to ride, you know. But the big feet, yeah. It was a big thing. She hmm. didn't know. She just, nope, you know, she yeah, didn't. No, but
2: she smart, found the right horse. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she did, yeah. Do, yeah.
2: Does your family, you said you had horses growing up. Does your family still have horses?
0: Mm-mm. No. no. I'm the only one. I'm the only one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I was lucky. So I'm the youngest of six kids. And my oldest sister, who when I was born, my oldest sister was 13. And she begged my parents for a horse. Mm -hmm. And so when I was a year old, we had our first horse, Danny, who was like this bomb-proof Tennessee walker. Um, And so I I really lucked out. And then um, my grandmother rode horses in Texas where she grew up. And, um, but my mom never really had horses until that, until Danny came along. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I think my mom rode when she was younger and with relatives and stuff. Um, But yeah, so then when I was like four, four four-ish, I got my own pony, which her name was Cinnamon. (laughs) And I added... Little pony names. They're so cute. Oh, but I added the buns because (laughs) her (laughs) name was Cinnamon Buns because... All the other horses around had these fancy show names, and I'm like, "Well, she needs to be cute." That's right. <laughs> so That's so cute. That's really That's cute. cute. And she was a good pony because ponies can be brats. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 That's um, and she was really, really sweet, and she put up with a lot from me. We, oh, we um, had
2: Queenie. That was her
1: name.
0: There was Queenie. no show name yeah.
2: going on, and Queenie would buck you off. I mean, at, oh. I mean, all the time.
1: Yes, she was. She did. She, she was, was a, feisty. She was a free pony. <laughs> You know, free pony. She was and free. She, she was probably Have a free. Pose. <laughs> and I can remember asking my farrier, who was a friend of my father's, like, why does she have all that like skin kind of around her back hocks and things? Because she just looked like, you know, like she had like, I don't know, she was just lumpier, you know, skin, probably like me. Yeah. But anyway, but she. But he he just said, I don't know. He said, I think she forgot to pull her stockings up. You know, <laughs> it was so cute, just funny. Well, you know, but she yeah. was quite the thing, and my my father. With his little pony that he had, um, his name was Mickey, and he would go into town to get his hair cut. And at that time, they would, you know, the barber would take his little pony and bring it into the back of the barber shop. He'd get his oh, hair cut, she... and then he'd ride home. But that was years That's and years cute. and years ago. Yeah. yeah. But sweet things. I mean, cute. we do have kind of horses. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have horses and ponies, I mean, I think it's, I don't know, then you get the good Tennessee walker. They're just, you know, Tennessee walkers are so, you know, very cute oh, horses yeah, he to learn was so from, right? Mm-hmm.
0: That horse, yeah. And mm-hmm. he lived to be thirty-five, I think. Wow. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then when I was twelve, I got um, my own horse, um, and he was cool. He was a thoroughbred Arab who wow. loved to jump,
3: and wow. so that's
0: who I vented on. And I'd and say he, he was really cool. Did know. you like that breed,
2: or did you like Because now you do you well.
0: Have... <laughs> Well, so when I was younger, my mom was really into Appaloosas, and like, we showed on the Appy circuit. And when it okay. came time to find me a horse, she told my trainer, "It has to be an Appy." Oh, <laughs> my was like really? Like okay. So she so she found this thoroughbred Arab who was an Appy, um, wow. who had Appy color, um, and he was he was actually a really great horse. He was hot though. And so he taught me a lot. Um, yeah, with the. But he was Arabian. fun. He, I used to take him out in the hills alone and wow. jump all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And, that's how you learn, he, right? Yeah. That's yeah. How you, yeah. And he yeah. would go forever.
3: Aww, <laughs> he wouldn't go, so go, go forever.
0: Aww. So, yeah. yeah. So now my horses aren't, I mean, I don't really, I don't have a, like, a breed a specific breed i think there's so many great horses Mm -hmm. that uh, can be enhanced Mm -hmm. with training and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know and you can learn so much from so we have such a mixed lot
1: right now too i mean we Mm -hmm. did at one point in time kind of have more the thoroughbred Mm -hmm. i don't know you know type horses um but we have just a mixed lot you know we have a appy a leopard appaloosa that's white with big Oh, uh, I you know, love it! Yeah, yeah, I love it. So cute, yeah. you know, so, but yes, and we have the Tennessee Walker and the yeah, Halflinger and, you know, I mean, we've kind of got the different breeds going Paint on, draft. which, you know, yeah, you know, like, but there's no consistency, but, you know, we love them their horses, yeah. right? They're all horses with their own personalities. And they're just, yeah. you know, once you get horses in your blood, I mean, it's just, it's hard oh, to get them out, isn't I it? I think you're
0: born that way. That's right. <laughs> I, I think
1: so you too. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think you too. have a choice.
3: No, when you're
2: born with it, I don't think you do. Mm-hmm. When you, are when you like, grow up in it, mm-hmm. which is what, you know, my brother and my sister and I were, like, we grew up in it. So we haven't really taken it on, like, um, you know, my mom. It's not, like, in us, but now that we haven't been able to, like, that's the whole thing of building the barn is to be able to go mm-hmm. out and ride again. I think because we haven't had the ability to go ride, now it's kind of, like... Now we want it, you know, like, whereas before it was like, you just had it, you took it for granted kind of a, now we're like, no, we really do want it now. We have had them at our
1: office, but we just don't, we have sheds. And so we're we're on a very busy road. Yeah, we're to the place where we have to make, you know, we want to do this, you know, so we're excited about it. But I think once it's in your blood, you know, like here I am, old girl, still, I think I'll have horses until, you know, who knows. And we had this sweet lady that um, we used to ride with, her name was Glenna, that um, rode in the fox hunting with us. She was so sweet. And Glenna would say, you never have to stop riding. You just find a horse you can ride so she rode passos and she was in her 80s and here exactly. she is she led the gate group you know we were all in the field but i mean she continued to ride right so yeah. we can always have our horses
3: so
1: mm-hmm. oh look at that look at the queen i mean she's yes riding. oh yeah. yes. yes her majesty absolutely yes yeah. she really, i mean what a I mean, I look at her, I get goosebumps because yeah. I'm like, you go, girl. You know, so,
0: yeah, uh-huh. exactly. I want to be her when I'm 90. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Free, whatever.
3: Right. That's oh, right. Well, she is. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll enter our next segment, Cantor Banter.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Ram Horse Fencing and Stalls, the one-stop shop for your horse farm. Ram is family-owned and operated and has been in business for over 30 years. We welcome you to call in and speak with an expert about your next project today. At 866-653-8984. Again, that's
3: 866-653-8984. Do you love horses and
0: live the equestrian lifestyle? Be sure to check out our brand new blog at www.yourhorsefarm.com. We publish three posts per week and feature a free printable equine checklist every month. Yourhorsefarm.com is a great equine online resource, so be sure to share with all the horse lovers in your life. And remember, laugh much and ride often back when I grew up on the ranch, we had a neighbor who I was riding with and, um, I was riding her horses and this was from like six to nine years old. And I was showing a lot. I would show equitation and pleasure. And when I was nine, I was at a horse show and I was riding Mojave who was a um, gray appy. And I don't know what breed he was, but mm. his color was gray appy. And I loved Mojave and I'd ridden him for a few years. And so I'm in my class and I, I'm doing, my walk was great. My trot was great. My Canada part was great. And all of a sudden, Mojave got faster and faster. Oh, no. And he w- was taking off of me. And the announcer in the tower was like, everyone oh, stop no. on the rail. And then he's like oh. trying to tell me how to stop my horse and uh, make a small circle. Oh, and yeah. I think well, as far as I, the story that was told, um, everyone was watching in horror as this nine-year-old was like flying yeah, around. Yeah, racing around. So anyway, so I, I was able to stop Mojave. I didn't fall off. I exited the arena. My next class, I came back on Sunshine, who was a chestnut mare. And I got in. I started going. And she started rearing with me. Oh <laughs> and I specifically remember telling my trainer, who was outside the rail, I said, I want to ride Mojave. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would rather ride the horse that took off with me than the horse that was rearing yeah. with me. So anyways, it happened that um another girl who I went to school with was there showing and her mother was watching this horror take <laughs> And she went up to my mom and said, "You know, I have a trainer that I think you should see like before your daughter gets killed." <laughs> so that was anyways, good advice, I think. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, um that's how I met my trainer uh, when I was nine and I still ride with her today and she's quite amazing wow wow and she's like family now so that's a
1: good story but those horses that take off like that you know they sometimes it's you're trying to turn that small circle and can't get them to do it. it's (laughs) really hard but that's cute
0: well and it just kind of built up to that like these horses were totally fine but then they started learning like behave- they had behavioral issues after you know <laughs> <laughs> they can if they get away with stuff and yeah so anyways that mm-hmm. is kind of that just ended that and i moved on to my Amazing trainer that I'm with now.
2: <laughs> well, that's this is kind of cool because now you know you're saying that you have stayed with some, that's a long time to stay with a trainer, which yeah. is really incredible. I
0: am really old. <laughs> oh, no. oh.
3: You know
0: what I, I mean? Yeah, well, you middle. know
2: when you go, a lot of people cycle through trainers until they find the one that they oh, yeah. really come Oh yeah, and, years, and then you know maybe they years, get out they of horses because you know mm-hmm. I mean life and everything. But what I'm saying is like you you have done it across the miles. So during mm-hmm. the pandemic, really probably not much changed. For for you guys mm-hmm. because of I'm sure you guys had to figure out how yeah. to do training being that far apart from mm-hmm. each other
0: well funny you should say that um so what happened was when I started riding with her I rode at the stable she was um teaching at and then what what really like was I was so lucky as a kid she ended up moving across the street from me mm-hmm. and so in high school my parents were like well you need to you know, Beth has agreed to, to set up a work-study program because we can't afford your lessons anymore. So all through high school, I worked for her. Mm-hmm. And I would ride my bike over and or I would ride the horse over. Um, and so it's kind of never changed. I still kind of work for her. For like <laughs> I, I, like, do work with her. And she Aww. taught me how to run a farm. Like, I mm-hmm. learned how to build things and how to fix things wow. and how to drive a tractor and... Mm-hmm. Um, and so 10 years ago, when I moved Austin to Utah, um, we started Skyping lessons and we still Skype lessons Mm -hmm. today, so which that's is super helpful nice. but yeah. she i mean she knows me so well and she yeah. knows my horses so well yeah. that she if if like my internet isn't or my cellular yeah. isn't working we can do a talk, phone call talk up you through I'm it right
1: talk through. you through it is yeah he's yeah. like yeah.
0: no erin your timing is wrong i can hear it <laughs> oh. wow. wow wow she's good yeah yeah <laughs> she's she is. pretty
2: amazing
3: Aww. that's really awesome,
2: awesome.
0: Wow. yeah so i was lucky to find
3: her Aww. for sure Aww. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast and encourage you to share with all your equestrian family and friends. You can tune into the Late Night Riders podcast show every Friday night. Each episode will be uploaded exclusively on YouTube, where you can subscribe to our channel and stay up to date with all of our latest shows. If you have a topic you'd like us to discuss, we want to hear from you. You may email us at podcast at podcast.rainhuts.com or feel free to leave a comment below. Thank you again for listening.